Welcome to Unlocking the Fitness Industry. I am your host, Jake Abel. I'm a two-time natural pro, a cellular athlete, and we're going to find the best way to get fit, to enter your competitions, and to look your best. So, here we go. Let's get into the episode. How you doing, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. And today we've got a fun little topic. Um, This is something that I have been playing with. I put it up on my Instagram today. And it's titled, for the reason, The Death of Instagram. And I know I've been using the Instagram platform for five or six years now. And noticing, trying to keep up with a lot of the changes. Um, Obviously, I run my business through Instagram, as a lot of people do. And making sure that, like, I can try and get the best engagement, the best um, ways of growing. And I'm very lucky that, as I said in earlier podcasts, that I got on Instagram very early. And that was a huge, like, I was lucky before fitness was blowing up on Instagram. Um, I started to build a pretty good following and from that, that's led me to heaps of opportunities of going down the line of sponsorships with Cellucor, working with big brands, um, and getting to do things like that. So, been pretty lucky with that. Um, lately, pretty much um, organic growth with Instagram, I'm going to get straight to it. Organic growth with Instagram is now dead. Um, I've noticing in the last couple of months, declining of having organic reach and things like that, which I kind of saw coming, um, and it is perfectly explainable. So around the time they did take out likes, I know a lot of people were going on that it was good for mental health, and I'm sure it is good for mental health, um, and people were getting super obsessed with um, watch, watching what they watching, like trying to be what they're not more or less. So I I think the likes thing is an awesome idea. The only problem on it is the back half of kind of what it caused and that algorithm update, which they did do during that time. Um, Some of this might get a bit nerdy, but I'm going to pretty much explain the reasoning behind all of it. And it's pretty much come to, if you're, this was a perfect, perfect podcast. If you are looking at building um, a platform if you want to become an athlete, an influencer, if you're looking at growing your business even bigger and doing things like that. And pretty much now, Instagram, it's almost impossible. Um, Same with Facebook. Facebook used to be very easy to build like pages, athlete pages. Um, I built one very early as well. Um, But then what happened is it lost engagement very, very quickly. And now the same thing's happening with Instagram as Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same people. So bear that in mind when you, they've already done this before. So talking to a few of the bigger influencers as well, um, people with a couple million followers, they're dropping insane engagement rates very, very quickly. And these are people that are pretty high named fitness influencers that are just not reaching people with what they used to like I know within a month there's been drops of 30 to 40 percent so pretty much my theory of what Instagram's doing here is that 
they have kind of worked out and they're fed up of saying influencers getting money instead of ad revenue. So it's all about the money game. If you think about it, um, big companies in the fitness game like Gymshark, Do You Even, um, other companies like maybe even Sell Your Core, um, all the protein companies and all that have used influencers to use influencer marketing to get their products out there and feed off those influencers following. So what's kind of happened, which the influencer marketing became so big that millions and millions of dollars per year, billions of dollars per year were turned over through influencers. Um, so say a big brand like Gymshark would pay someone like Steve Cook a couple of hundred thousand dollars per year per for a contract and then they would have access to all his followers so what instagram's pretty much worked out is they're like oh cool they're paying state steve cook this amount of big big dollars here why aren't they paying us that amount of money and putting that through facebook ad revenues and instagram ad revenues um and so that's the problem that they've come up. They're seeing this huge turnover of money coming through um, social influencer marketing and they're not getting a cut out of it. They've somehow been cut out of their own platform. So now reaching, they've realized that and they've started to backtrack and do things to make sure big influencers don't have... Um, much leverage on the brands versus if those brands were to put that money into straight into because it used to be very cheap it used to be cheap to get influencers in and instead of doing facebook ads now it's probably you're going to reach more people with facebook ads than if you were to put that money into the influencers which has a series of questions for the everyday user if you have only got 500 followers and the big users. So the bigger users are now going to struggle to make as much of a reach. I've noticed my stories are still getting insane traction, but my actual feed on, on my feed doesn't get much at all. And it's just had a crazy drop, um, which I'm not fussed about because most of my stuff's done through my stories. But for the everyday person, if you're looking at growing a business account or if you're looking at growing a personal account to become an athlete or going down that track, organic growth like it used to is now impossible. Um, they've completely closed that down. I know my hashtags are pretty much hardly touchable now, um, if not low, where I used to be able to almost get 10,000 to 20,000 impressions just from my hashtags. Um, so... They're no longer working. And like even back in the old days of Instagram when it was just starting and it was quite a new platform, I remember growing quite fast. I was probably growing maybe a 1,000 per month or so. Um, and it was a constant growth up instead of a kind of dead dead shock where it's at now. Which, yeah, is, is definitely the death of Instagram. It's not the greatest thing. Um, I have spent quite a lot of time working with people's Instagram accounts and doing things like that as well um, and paying very close attention on what hashtags to use and things like that. Um, my, my advice for if you are looking at getting into businesses, if you are getting into um, looking at that is deplatforming, changing the platform completely. 
And that's something I heard when I, when I started looking down this and I thought about it and got advice about that as well. I was like, no, nah, I'm not keen on that. I've spent my last five years on Instagram and I know Instagram really well. I'm really comfortable in that. And since that, I was like, oh, well, I'll, I'll give it a go and I try it. And I did open up, funnily enough, podcasting was another way to expand my audience because I've kind of foresaw this coming. So I started up the podcast for a different leverage. I still do my YouTube. That's a different, different place as well. And I started TikTok. And this is what this podcast is going to be a touch on about um, is TikTok. So I started TikTok and within I found I've been lucky enough to actually I was poached from TikTok from my Instagram account and I've kind of been given an insider um, to what they kind of want and things like that as well. And the algorithms for TikTok is like what I saw early on with Instagram. Um, they reward really good content. They reward content that does well with other people and comments and things that get passed up from that. And I really like the platform. Um, in saying that, it's taken me five years to get around the 100k mark on Instagram. Um, for TikTok, I did that in three weeks. Um, pushing to just really like putting my good content out there, um, knowing my niche audience, learning the platform very fast. I am, think I'm sitting at about 130,000 almost on TikTok now. So it's overtaken my Instagram by 30k in probably about a month and a half. Um, in saying that, what I've noticed in my short time on TikTok is I, when I first started, it was full of kids, um, especially in the fitness industry. There was not many people on there in the fitness industry. Just within this month, I've noticed Gymshark come on, uh, Do You Evens come on, Sell Your Core has started a page, um, and slowly more and more of the fitness influencers are jumping on. Will Smith's just jumped on. Um, and they're slowly starting to, uh, Summer Ray as well, starting to drop their Instagram followers into their TikTok. Um, and I think the way that TikTok's going and the way they run their algorithms, it is a lot easier to grow. Funnily enough, what I didn't think about when starting the TikTok is that's actually boost my Instagram um, because you can click through your TikTok into your Instagram. So if I'm having a heap of profile visits per day in my TikTok, it's converting into my Instagram um, and my YouTube as well. So I'm getting quite a lot of subscribers through the both of them. Um, so it is a different platform and it's completely different to Instagram. So it's the same as YouTube. You've got to, with TikTok, it is very short videos, 15 seconds, usually with music, and you've got to convey whatever your message or good content is in 15 seconds. And what I really like about that is that it's getting away. You actually have to add value in 15 seconds to the audience, if it's comedy, if it's gym tips, if it's something like that. And that's where Instagram used to be really good. It used to, used to get a lot of value. I used to follow Steve Cook. Um, and athletes like that, Mark Fit, Steve Cook, because then I'd be, they'd be putting up a lot of information. Now Instagram puts up absolute crap and people have gotten to the habit of just shirtless photos, zero content, everything's kind of they've posted or it's been said before, so they're not worrying about it. Um, where I think TikTok is a lot more valuable. 
um, getting in 15 seconds, nice and short, attention spans, you don't need a lot and you can get a lot of good valuable information out in that time. But the biggest thing is, yeah, the growth factor and it won't hold you back from if you are trying to build a brand and things like that. So the numbers for my TikTok is, I think in my first two weeks, I had one video go to 13 million views, the other one go to 12 and a half million views. And that really boosted my um, profile up quite quickly. Um, but the reshares and things like that, and the com it's, they've had it over like, 4,000 comments on them, but the comments aren't like you get on Instagram of check my profile or peace out DM this It is they're actually proper comments from proper people um, adding valuable information. So uh, I'm noticing the ages it did start young same as snapchat same as Instagram that did Instagram started off as a skateboarding platform um, When I first started it was just pretty much skateboarding um, and it's slowly evolved as more people have kind of jumped on. The balls got rolling. Um, but yeah, that's why I thought I'd make this podcast too. I know a lot of you athletes are looking at and putting in a lot of work on Instagram. If you are running businesses and things like that, I foresee TikTok <clears throat> as a huge, starting to be a huge player and getting in early like I did on Instagram um, is definitely key. But that is... My view, view in two little cents. I've know I, I have had a lot of questions about my TikTok. I've been talking to a lot of the big influencers about TikTok as well, and yeah, I thought I'd just make this podcast to put all these questions into one. When I do repost a lot of the stuff, and people do ask me how I grew my account so quickly, um, so I can just defer them to this podcast. So a little bit different than the other podcasts, but thanks for listening anyway, guys enjoy we've got a couple awesome podcasts coming up so stick around and i'll see you in the next one goodbye guys